I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And good day, fine citizens. Dan Leach in for Matt. Great to be here with you. We'll be here for the next few hours, 9 to midnight Eastern and 6 to 9 Pacific time, if you will. And there's lots to get to. Of course, we're obviously football being over. Doesn't mean we're not going to talk about it because there's a lot of things that are going to be happening in the next few months leading up to the draft. We'll get into some NFL futures and some other things that we've got planned for you when it comes to the National Football League because I still am depressed. First off, I was wrong because the Eagles lost. I still, I still feel like they got jobbed at the end there, but whatever, I'll, I'll get over it. I'd hit 15 and 19 Super Bowls against the spread, so that this kind of ruins my record. Uh, but football is over, and obviously we got the XFL, we got the USFL, it's not the NFL, and it's not college football, but uh, you know, there's there's a lot to get to when it comes to ways to make money and cash some tickets between now and the next, you know, the start of the next NFL season. So we got some of that to get to uh, throughout the show. We're going to be joined at 9.45 Eastern Time, 6.45 Pacific by Bob Cantu, former USC head coach, talks some college hoops. And at 7 uh, Pacific and 10 Eastern, Will Hill, my man, Will Hill, uh, great Visa contributor. We'll talk a little golf with him and uh, some other stuff that I got planned with my man, Will Hill. Uh, so they'll be coming up at both 9.45 and 10 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, just to kind of lead off here, as we've got, as I mentioned, lots of college hoops going on, of course, the NBA. All-Star weekend, uh, and you've got a really loaded field at the Genesis Invitational. And there's definitely some golf I want to get to throughout the show. And I mentioned we'll talk about some golf w- with Will Hill and, uh, you know, this is an interesting period of time when it comes to the sports calendar because we are about to get turbocharged in college basketball. And, you know, we're headed towards the end of the regular season and then, of course, the conference tournaments and the great, the greatest sporting event on earth, March Madness. So that's there's so many different ways to make money, whether it's obviously just betting straight on the tournament, whether it's taking some futures, which we'll get to coming up. Uh, in just a little bit, we talk about some final four futures where you can, in a way, kind of hedge against yourself. I mean, you can look at different scenarios where there's teams that are going to get to the final four that maybe, you know, are going to have much better odds than some of the favorites. And not you know, there's not going to be all one seed. It's not going to be all one and two seeds. Never happens that way. So in a way, if you kind of look down the, the trough a little bit and you take some value plays when it comes to, uh, teams just to make the final four, you could still bet a future on Purdue or on Kansas or uh, you know on one of the top three or four teams in the country. But 
a lot of times you've got, like, remember George Mason and Butler and VCU. You know, their odds were in the 20s and 30s and 40 to 1 to get to the Final Four. So there's ways to to, to make money on that, as well as obviously taking the main plays of who you think is going to actually cut down the nets uh, and win it all. Uh, so looking forward to doing a little of that. And, uh, you know, you, you got the... The NHL really kind of in full swing right now. I mean, there's this, definitely some teams that are about on winning streaks. There's some NHL I want to get to on the show tonight as well. Uh, and, you know, we're just in this kind of period where football has ended, so that's over. The NFL, that being. I mentioned we still have the XFL. We still have the USFL. But there is so many opportunities to make money, and we're going to kind of run around the mill and jump on a lot of those. Uh, as we go through the show tonight, as I'm with you for the next few hours. Uh, and also, you got the Daytona 500 tomorrow. You got UFC. So, a lot of things going on. It's like people think that the NFL is over. You know, it's depressing because obviously football is my favorite sport. I'm sure for many of you out there, it's your favorite sport. But there are still so many things to do, to watch, to, to bet on, and, and to profit on. And that's what this show is all about. I want to start here with some college hoops, though. And, you know, you look at where we're at towards the end of the regular season and some teams really rounding into form, some teams going the wrong direction, some teams kind of looking good at times. And then what's going on with them now? I mean, they'll they'll play great for a few games and then lose to a bottom dweller in their conference. So it's an interesting, you know, kind of spot right now where you can really start looking and kind of identifying some teams that maybe can make runs in the NCAA tournament that maybe not a lot of people are on as far as, you know, everyone thinks that Purdue can have a great chance, finally, maybe, if they could get out of their own way, because Matt Painter's had some great Purdue teams. But, you know, you look at Edie and you look at what they've been able to do this year, even though they lost uh, to Maryland and, and they've had some issues at times. You know, they're a team that has a great chance of winning the national championship. I mean, we know that. Obviously, you know, Houston has been one of the favorites all season long. Can they, you know, playing in, in, in a lower level conference without the highest level of competition like the Big 12 or the Big 10 or the ACC, et cetera, can, can they, you know, get the job done? Alabama's been incredible for much of the year and obviously at times has looked really weird. Kansas, uh, you know, Baylor actually had a big lead earlier today and then, you know, gave it up and Kansas came all the way back. So there's teams at the top that are interesting, but there's teams that are you know, towards the bottom of the top 10, if you will, or in the middle of the top 25 that really, I think, have a chance to make a, a nice long run in the NCAA basketball tournament and, and be, you know, that Cinderella team. And, you know, as I mentioned, Baylor, huge lead at the half. They're up 45-32 on the road, and Kansas outscores them 55-26 to in the second half and wins at 87-71. That was a big, big win for Kansas I mean, this is still obviously a top five team, but when you're playing a, another top 10 team in your conference, you're at home, you're down pick at the half, you fight all the way back. That was impressive to me. So that was interesting. How about Texas? I mean, Oklahoma has played some decent basketball at times, but they're not that good of a team. They're 3-11 and now in the Big 12, but they hung in with Texas, who's a team that I still believe has a chance to maybe make a run in the in, in during March Madness. They hang on to Texas and, and they win 85 to 83. Rice with a great game for them. He had 24 points and needed all of them uh, to get the job done. Here, here's another example of a team that you know you think has a great chance of making a you know kind of a swashbuckling run through the tournament, but then they almost lose to Notre Dame. Notre Dame has obviously played a little better basketball recently, but Virginia they hang on and win by two. Notre Dame had a chance at the buzzer to win that game. Uh, and, they, you know, it's a 57-52 game that's back to the low-scoring Virginia teams that we know. So that was interesting, you know, kind of end of a game for me where Virginia found a way to get the job done, but they should not be in a game like that against uh, Notre Dame, especially at home. Uh, but they hang out and win it by uh, two, and they move to 21-4 and and 13-3 and in the tough ACC. And this was a game that I was all over bet-wise. I mean, I loved Kentucky. Uh, you know, Tennessee is a team that I still think could make a run to the Final Four and, heck, could maybe win the whole thing. But Kentucky, huge first half, 39 to 19, pound the Volunteers. You know, the Volunteers outscored them in the second half, but it didn't matter. They still win by 12. And that was a nice win for, for Kentucky. And Wallace was great with 16 and six and six dimes. 66-54 was the final there. Uh, you know, Indiana. Indiana is a, a, a very interesting team, you know, out of the Big Ten. They win their 19th against Illinois. Illinois was, you know, up at the half, you know, had their moments and they were up in the second half. And Indiana found a way with, with Jackson uh, you know, Davis, who has been so good. He had 26-12, and 12, uh, double-double for Jackson Davis. And Indiana's a team that if they get things going, they could be interesting come tournament time. They hang on and win 71-68. to 68. Miami, we're going to talk about Miami a little deeper coming up 
in just a little bit when it comes to my Final Four, uh, you know, thoughts on teams to, you know, bet on to make the Final Four. I love Miami. And I, I love what they've been doing as of late. I mean, you had another great game by Pac today. Uh, you had 24 points and four steals. And they, you know, beat Wake Forest, a team in Wake Forest that has played better at home than on the road. But they win 96 to 87. They're scoring a ton of points. And you look at Miami and what they've been able to do in recent, you know, games. And you go back earlier in the week, North Carolina, desperate team on the road in the Dean Dome. They beat them. They scored 80 points in that game. A lot of those were at the end of the foul situation. But they went 80 to 72 in that game. They scored 93 on a bad Louisville team, but still almost 100 points. They beat Duke 81 to 59. They beat Clemson on the road 78-74. They beat Virginia Tech, uh, you know, a uh, Virginia Tech team that could give you some problems defensively, 92 to 83. They have won six in a row. And this Miami team, to me, is a very interesting team that could go on a run for Larry Nega. I love what he does there. They're extremely talented. They've got incredible length. They can score in bunches. they got great pace. All the things you love for a tournament team. So we'll get a little deeper in that uh, coming up in just a bit. How about TCU? Another team that maybe I'm going to go with for a possible, you know, taste for a Final Four bet. Uh, team to make the Final Four. They score 100 for the second time in the season. And they beat an Oklahoma State team that's been playing better. And Ball, my guy, the, the, their top guard, had a double-double. He had 16 points and 11 dimes in a college game. And they score 100, 175 was the final there. Providence hangs on against Nova. Nova kept coming back over and over again in that game. I like Providence. I took Providence uh, minus the points in that one. Uh, and they hang on to those Providence for uh, Ed Cooley, 85 to 72. Could they be an interesting team out of the Big East, maybe make a run in the NCAA basketball tournament? Also, the Genesis Invitational, Tiger Woods. How about Tiger Woods? He gets ridiculed for what he did, uh, you know, with Justin Thomas, the you know the, the 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 joke that you know was heard around the world, or maybe it wasn't considered a joke to some, but still, he comes back the next day, makes the cut on the number, chooses sixty-seven, and is minus three. So Tiger Woods tied for twenty-sixth. The big news, though, of course, you look at John Rahm. John Rahm has started. He's he's made the top ten. I heard the stat earlier today. He's made the top ten in half the events he started worldwide. Half now. No one's ever going to come close to what Tiger Woods was able to do with top tens and, and you know consecutive made cuts. But John Rahm is fast becoming like a Tiger Woods 2.0 in the sense that this guy every single week, and he struggled for a little bit here and there going back a couple of years, but obviously the guys won multiple majors. The guy's you know, the best golfer in the world right now. All due respect to Scotty Scheffler and some others. He shoots a 65. He's up by three on Max Homa. Homa had you know, a couple bogeys later in his round. Uh, Keith Mitchell's hanging around at 11 under. Homa at 12 under. Can't lay at 10 under. Uh, and Gary Woodland there in the round of the top five at nine under. It's actually rare going into a final round. You actually have first, second, third, fourth, and fifth all solo. A lot of times you have ties for second and third and fourth and fifth. But those, all, those are all solo right now. We'll see if there's any value in... Maybe take a, a sprinkle on someone if Rom stumbles tomorrow. But I also have a couple plays for you when it comes to maybe some top fives or top tens with some value. Maybe is Tiger Woods one of those? Which you hear his numbers when it comes to a top five and obviously either to win the tournament. So we will check out all that as we roll through the show. A lot of college hoops to get to. A lot of NBA All-Star Weekend. A 500 golf. Just getting going on this fine Saturday evening. On Bet Prep, Stanley Chin for Matt Newman. And this is Beeson. The Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Sunday bet prep with Matt Humans on Veasan, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Sunday bet prep is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zinn Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. That is made with six simple ingredients. That is completely tobacco free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn, Z-Y-N.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Dan Leach here with you. Rolling till midnight Eastern. You can get me on Twitter at Dan Leach uh, DTM. And we got a, a big show for you, as I mentioned in the outset there. We got Bob Cantu, uh, the former USC uh, head coach, also assistant at uh, Portland as well, and UTEP. He'll uh, join us at 945 Eastern, and we'll talk some college basketball. And then my man Will Hill will join us at 10, a little golf action with Will Hill. And uh, he can really go anywhere with my man Will. He, he, he can do it all. He's, he's like, a, he's like a, a poor man's Dan Leach. I'm kidding. He's much better than me. Uh, but we'll get with Will Hill at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific time. All right, I want to, as I mentioned, get into some Final Four futures for you. And, you know, this, and, and the great, great producer, Dan Miller, who, by the way, is the same name as the my one of my favorite people in the business. I interned for my man, Dan Miller, here in Detroit. I got my board in Detroit shirt on if you're uh, watching the, the video feed. And Dan Miller is the voice of the Detroit Lions. He's a longtime Fox 2 sports director and anchor. And I got uh, the other version of Dan Miller, who's just as good, just in a different way. He's producing tonight. And, you know, we, we were talking uh, before the show, and, and a lot of times, you know, people will say, it seems like sometimes almost every year or every other year, this tournament's going to be wide open. You know, it's a, there, there's not really any great, like, you know, team that, you know, like a UNLV team, the run and routes for the 90s with Tarkanian or some of the great Duke teams. There's not a, a runaway favorite. So it's going to be wide open. We say that, it seems like, almost every year. But there are certain years where it's really warranted to say so, and this is definitely one of them, because let's be honest, there are some great teams out there. Houston is probably the best Houston team since Five Slam and Jamma. Purdue with Edie and, and, and the way that they're able to kind of just, you know, dominate you on the glass and take over on defense. They're a great team. Alabama, what Oates has been able to do there, they're incredibly talented Space the floor, score a ton of points type of team. Kansas can kill you from three. UCLA, pressure defense, they can score as well. There are a lot of good teams, but it's not like there's one, two, three, even two knockdown, drag out for sure favorites because Houston, there's question marks. Purdue, there's always question marks because as great as Purdue has been at times under Matt Painter, Matt Painter and his teams seem to always lose when they shouldn't. And, and a round or two earlier, like last year against St. Peter's, perfect example. So this is going to be a wide-open tournament. The tournament's always in, in this day and age, at least the last, I would say, 15, 20 years, when there's so many more teams in, let's say, the top 30 or 40 that maybe going back 40, 50 years, there will only be like 10 teams that you could kind of have a pool of, and it's only going to be one of those 10 teams. Most of the time, you still only get a national champion out of a, a you know a, a fishbowl of, let's say, seven, eight teams, something like that. But as far as teams that can be tournament wreckers and Cinderella's 
I think in the last, I would say, at least 15 years, but maybe going back 20 years, with so much more parity in college basketball, you got a lot of teams like that. And now with the transfer pizza portal and players going willy-nilly all over the place, it makes it even more intriguing where one year a team could be completely, you know, on their way to being a national championship type team. The next year they're in the middle of their conference. One year a team, you know, like a team like Rutgers, for example, I'm just throwing Rutgers out there at one point went over Wisconsin uh, earlier today. When you got a team like Rutgers that, you know, kind of is middling uh, up and down the last few years in basketball. But let's say they, they're able to get someone in the in the portal and all of a sudden they get two, you know, gem players and Rutgers goes from like a middle league Big Ten team to a team that really can make a run to the Final Four. It, you're going to see a lot more of that, a lot more of the St. Peter's and the George Masons and teams like that, uh, especially now with the portal that we have in the past. So when I look at making plays on Final Four Futures, and I love this, it's like I'm a big tennis batter. And I love taking, you know, players to just make the final or to make the semis because, yes, I might have a strong opinion in a certain tennis tournament or in, in, in the NCAA basketball tournament this year for a team to win it all. But I want to be able to sprinkle and hedge around because think about it. You're not going to have all one seeds. You're not going to have all one and two seeds. You're going to maybe have a seven seed in there. You maybe have a 10 seed in there along with a one and a two or a one and a one or whatever it ends up being. And it's one of those things where when I'm looking at final four futures, I want to have, you know, a chance three or four or five teams that could go on that magical run, but I'm not even considering worrying about who's going to win it all. I just need this team to make it to the final four to cash that ticket. So like I, like I was saying, you know, when we opened the show tonight, this is where you can find value this time of the year. Obviously the NFL and college football are over. We all know that I think the most value in betting a, you know, major sport is in those because the games mean so much more than a regular season basketball game or, you know, a regular season NHL game or obviously Major League Baseball, you know, at the, the highest level because there's 162 games. When it comes to this time of year and, and betting on the, the, the NCAA basketball tournament, this is where you can make a lot of money, have great rooting interest throughout the tournament, and it doesn't necessarily affect who you think is going to win it all in your bracket or your futures bet for, for that at all. So I've got, I know Dan uh, gave me his choices as well. I'll run through those in, in just a bit here. But, you know, when you look at the teams that I like to make the Final Four, I'm going to start with a team that Dan agrees with me on, Purdue. Now, this is the only team I'm taking that has low odds. You know, they're 2-1, to one, and Purdue should be in the Final Four. But as I said, they got upset last year by St. Peter's. They've had a lot of times where they've been better than the team that they ended up losing to earlier in the tournament, and they should have. And maybe this is the year Matt Painter finally gets it done. But I still think that they're a solid bet, getting the two-to-one value. They're, they're very likely going to be a one seed. They, I, I'd be shocked if they weren't. And, yes, they you know lost to Maryland, and there's a couple issues there. But I think by the end of this regular season after the Big Ten tournament, they should be a one seed. So I look at Purdue, and they're going to be on that list of my, whether it's four or five or six teams I take. But the rest of these three teams I'm going to give you here, of the four that I'm throwing out tonight, are all value plays to me. Now, a couple of them less than others, but it's about, like I said, not identifying who you think is going to win the national championship, but a team that could make a run to the Final Four and give you a ton of value. And I mentioned one of these in the last segment, and it's the Miami Hurricanes. And I absolutely love the value that they, they bring when you take them just to make the Final Four. They are 16-1. to 1. This is a top 15, almost top 10-ish, 22-win team Second in the ACC, they've got talent all over the place. Yes, they've you know failed in some big moments this year. They lost to Duke by a couple points on the road. Uh, you know they, they lost to Pitt on the road by three in the last few weeks. But then, as I mentioned, they've been on a six-game winning streak where they bludgeoned uh, you know a team in North Carolina. North Carolina made it close towards the end, but earlier this week they they looked to the part the entire game. They beat Duke eighty-one to fifty-nine. They paid them back in that revenge game. You know, you look at what they did to Clemson on the road. Clemson, a top 25 team at the time, beat them 78-74. I just like what they're able to do on both sides of the ball. Wong can shoot the three, runs the point well. Uh, you know, you just, you know, you have Miller, you got Pack. They're a team that I really, really, really like. So I love the value of them at 16-1 to just to make the Final Four. And listen, this they could end up being a three or four seed, or heck, they go on a big run in the AC tournament, but they get to the two line. I mean, I don't think so, but they're going to be a top four seed, and you're getting sixteen to one. Uh, and I know, you know, at times Jeremy Lunega's teams at Miami have not been as good as they could have been, 
Uh, but this is, remember, the guy that took George Mason to the Final Four. I can't re remember what the odds were for them. They definitely were probably 50 or 60 or 70 to 1 to make the Final Four the year that they did it. Uh, and then another team, and I know that they lost today to Kentucky, but I still think that Tennessee is incredibly talented. You can get Tennessee at 4.5 to 1, and you just, th this is the thing about teams that play in good conferences. Yes, they lost on the road to Kentucky, but when you look at what Tennessee's body of work has done, third in a very tough SEC, you know, they've got Ziegler, they've got Coyne, they've got some really good players that can make you tired on defense, make it score points in bunches, and, and they're really well coached. I think the Tennessee, when you look at some of the things they've done this year, you know, beating Texas, beating Auburn, uh, you know, looking really good in some of their games against their the inferior teams. I know they've kind of had the bugaboo against Kentucky. They lost to them twice this year. But this next stretch coming up, AM, which, you know, had a big win against Missouri on the road uh, earlier today. They've got a game against Texas AM. Home against South Carolina, home against Arkansas, who I, I will be a play of Dan's as well. And then they got a, a game on the road at Auburn. So I, I just I think there's going to be a lot to be told those that period of those next four games. And then uh, TCU, they scored 100 points for the second time today. They're the kind of team that's built for a tournament run. You get them at 7-1. to one. Remember, these aren't teams that are going to win the national championship. Teams that can make a run to the Final Four. And I love the value of TCU at 7-1. to one, Tennessee at 4.5-1. to one, Miami at 16-1. to one, Purdue at 2-1. to one. As I mentioned, Dan also goes Purdue. He goes UConn because he's from there. UConn, pretty good team, though. Four and a half to one on UConn. Arkansas, I like the value with Arkansas at 11 to one. And also Arizona. Arizona plus 330, so three and a half to one for Arizona. I just, they're, to me, they're a great team, but at times, they worry me when they play down to their competition. All right, we'll talk about some games that are about to tip off. Coming up next, Dan Leach in for Matt Humans. We're here on Bet Prep. This is Eason, the Sport Bet Network. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Well, if you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season for our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Great to have you along for the ride. Take you to Midnight Eastern. Dan Leach here with you in for Matt Humans on Bet Prep. We'll be talking with former USC head coach Bob Cantu coming up at 945, getting some college hoops with him. We just had a little fun with the final four futures that I like, just to give you again really quickly uh, what I went for. Purdue, two to one. These are just bets to make the final four. Miami, 16 to one. Tennessee, four and a half to one. And TCU, seven to one. I wanted to throw one more team in there. They scare me, but boy, can they be great when they're on top uh, of their game. The Texas Longhorns. Plus 500, they're 5-1 to one to make the Final Four. I would probably sprinkle a little Texas in there at 5-1. to one. All right, we've got some college hoops that's about to tip off and a bunch of NHL late-night games. We, this is a perfect Saturday night uh, for bed prep because you got six games that are, that are you know about to face off uh, on the, the West Coast. So a couple of those games I've got to play on. And one game, a great stat by the brilliant Dan Miller, a great producer. Uh, about a goal being scored in the first minute, first 10 minutes, uh, and over first period bets. We'll get into that in just a bit, but let's uh, talk about some of these games that are tipping off here at the top of the hour. St. Mary's uh, against BYU. You got St. Mary's minus 10, the total of buck 28, BYU plus 430 on the money line. Listen, St. Mary's at home, the Gales against the BYU team that I don't think can really keep in contact with them. I don't see any value on, on betting on this game, but if there's one thing I'll tell you, St. Mary's is winning tonight. If you wanted to make some kind of a of a, of a lame late night minus 500, 550 money line play in some kind of parlay you're doing, uh, but I don't think there's any value on the BYU money line, uh, and I'm not laying 10 points uh, you know, in, in this spot. So to me, it's a game that I would just kind of stay away from, but I always like watching St. Mary's at home, especially when they're playing Gonzaga, and you can get a ton of points and they upset them. 
Uh, Stanford and USC in the Pac-12. You got well, USC not 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 much longer in the Pac-12. They'll be going to the Big Ten, my conference, uh, before you know it. Uh, USC at home minus six. Stanford plus two twenty on the money line. The total uh, is one forty-one and a half. And I'll tell you this: when it comes to USC, it's a team that I think is very interesting. You know, they're a eighteen-win team. They're ten and five in the Pac-12. And if you're wondering, Stanford's 11, 15, and 5, and 10 in the Pac-12. But they're a team that really can, I think, beat good teams. They went on a seven-game winning streak uh, going back to earlier in the season. And then recently, they won four in a row, including beating UCLA, a game that I actually played them on. They beat them 77 to 64. Uh, it wasn't really that close. They beat Washington State. They beat Washington. They swept the, you know, the... Uh, the Apple Cup, or the Apple and the Apple Cup, if you will, with the Washington teams. Uh, but then they lost to Oregon. They got blasted by Oregon by 18. Uh, they lost on the road to Oregon State by three, and then came back and just destroyed in Malibu, California, 97 to 60. But I just like the way that they're constructed. I like the way they play basketball. You know, you love Boogie Ellis, the, the point guard, averaging almost 17 a game. You know, Peterson has been really good for them as well. And one of the other guards, he's a, a great dime man uh, and shoots, uh, you know, the best on the team, uh, almost 50% from the field. So USC is an interesting team to me as far as maybe to look at them in the Pac-12 tournament and based on matchups, obviously, and to look at them doing some things based on what their seeding uh, will be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, but tonight against Stanford, uh, once again, and something I always say when I host these shows or when I host my, my own shows, you don't just bat to bat. I mean, there's no play on this game for me. If I was going to lead one way or the other, I think USC is going to win this game by more than six, but I don't think there's any value in it. Uh, I think USC is kind of, I don't want to say goes through the motions, but it should be a nice, easy win for them in the end. Uh, but Stanford has, you know, shown some fight at times. And then you got UCLA minus 25, the fourth-ranked Bruins at home against Cal. Cal 26 to one on the money line. Just throw that in a. Why don't you just throw BYU, Stanford, and Cal to three-team money line parlay? Bet a dollar to win a thousand, whatever that would pay. Uh, the total, by the way, a buck 27. No opinion on that game as well. Uh, but as I mentioned, we do have a bunch of National Hockey League action about the tip-off. we got six games that are, uh, you know, facing off between now and 10.30 Eastern, and I, I like a couple of these. And I want to start with the Rangers and the Flames. I got so lucky last night. I liked the Rangers, obviously, pregame, so I had, I had a mild play, nothing crazy, on the Rangers last night in Edmonton. And if you watch the game, if you're a hockey fan, Rangers immediately go down three to nothing. It looks like it's going to be garbage. Then it's four to one. Then it's four to two. And then in the third period, the Rangers get a five minute power play. They make it four to three. I'm sorry, shorthanded. Uh, they had a two, five on three. Uh, and they make it five, you know, four to three. They tie the game up late. And all of a sudden, the momentum and the money line has moved. The Rangers at one point, I think they were 10 to one as dogs. Uh, on the money line, and then they were favored by a little bit. They went into overtime, had ridiculous chances. Both teams did. Uh, both Campbell and Shesterkin were making some incredible saves. Then I think it went to the sixth round of the shootout, sixth or seventh round of the shootout, and finally, the Rangers get the job done. So coming back at it tonight, I mean, that was a crazy win, but they have won seven in a row. I mean, this is a team that is hot, uh, but it's a back-to-back. -back. Calgary's playing. You know, they can score a lot. I know the wing, Detroit Red Wings just beat them is huge. I think they were plus 240 underdogs in that game. Uh, we'll get to the Wings in a second here as they go for, for a, you know, a, another big win uh, on this winning streak that they're on. But I look at, you know, this game and I'm like, okay, Rangers plus a buck 32. Is the momentum good enough after that crazy comeback win to take a little sprinkle? Because I'm not laying the buck 45 on Calgary. I mean, this is a, a Rangers team that's won seven in a row. Uh, to me, I, 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 it's the second game of a back-to-back. -back. I know it's not like the NBA, but I think there's a little value in the Rangers. So I'm going to throw a little, a little cheddar on the Rangers plus the buck 32. And I looked at the over as well, the over six and a half minus 130. I'm not going to lay that kind of juice, even though I do believe that the over would be the play there. Uh, maybe you want to do an alt line over, uh, you know, over five and a half, uh, with the Rangers in a parlay or something like that. Uh, but a small play, small play on the Rangers. Now, how about this? Great info from my uh, great producer, Dan Miller. Flyers plus 101 at the Canucks. Canucks minus 111. Total six and a half over minus 140. The under plus 120. In Canucks game, and I think, it's, it's, I know it was at one point 25 and one, but now it's like 30 and something, 30 and one, 30 and two, that there's been a goal in the first 10 minutes of, uh, of a Canucks game. That's insanity. 
I mean, the fact that it was 25 to 1 was crazy. So you got that going on where a goal in the first 10 minutes has basically been scoring 98% of the time over the last 30 plus games when the Canucks uh, are involved in them. And, you know, you maybe want to look at betting over the first period. It's minus 190. I'm not taking that, but, that, you know, numbers don't lie. And that is a crazy streak of a goal in the first 10 minutes. I do believe that's going to be a high-scoring game with the Flyers and Vancouver. So the, the total, even though you're laying the, the minus 140, if you're maybe going to look to do it, you know, parlay it with something else to, to cut a little of that value there. And once again, these are all, for me, small kind of plays. I'm not putting a lot of money on NHL regular season games. It's not a, a good, in my opinion, betting strategy. But I do think there's obviously spots you can take things, especially when you get some, some dogs uh, on some plus money. But that's just a crazy... Uh, streak that they've been tracking uh, with the goal in the first 10 minutes uh, of those Canuck games. Coyotes plus 211 at the Kings. Kings minus 235. The total of that one is six. Uh, how about the Sabres and the Sharks? The Sharks plus 105 at home. Sabres minus 115. Total six and a half uh, over minus 140. Under plus 120. No opinions on those two games. But I do have an opinion on the Detroit Red Wings. And not just because I'm here for Detroit and that the Red Wings are on this nice win streak. I look at Detroit as just finally getting stuff together. I know Lucas Raymond, I realize Raymond just got hurt, but the way that Dylan Larkin's been playing, the power play's been better, the penalty kill's been better, and the Wings, you know, they have looked really good uh, during this win streak as they beat in Calgary, beat the Canucks in back-to-back games, home and away, beat Edmonton, even though Edmonton came all the way back uh, when the Wings were up a couple goals, and they beat Calgary 5-2. to two. So the Wings are looking for a six-straight win at Seattle, remember, Seattle had that crazy, you know, historic road, uh, you know, winning streak going back uh, a month or so ago. Seattle, I think it's definitely a better team than the Red Wings. But tonight, with the way the Wings are playing and just how much confidence and pep in their step they've had as of late, I love the Wings plus the buck 58. You know, small play on the Wings, but I, I, I've got to play in for them at plus 158. The Kraken, by the way, are minus 147. Total six over minus 125, and the under is plus 105. And then, you know, the Lightning, they haven't been playing very well either. They're a little bit of a slump at Las Vegas. The Knights plus 110, Lightning minus 120. The total is six of that one. I'm staying away. I mean, I think the value is probably with the Golden Knights at home, and uh, they're able to score a lot of goals there, so maybe look at the total as well. Uh, but I'm staying away from that game. I like the Red Wings, and I like the Rangers. Two dogs for you tonight. The two-dog night on Saturday night. Speaking of dogs, we're going to talk to a great dog. We're going to talk with my man, Bob Cantu, coming up next. Former head coach of USC Talks of College Basketball. This is Beeson, your sports betting network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. 
I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Sports fans, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey for Stole Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Well, it's a whole new game here on Bad Prep is I'm in. Dan Leach with you in for Matt Humans. My man, Matt Humans, got to love him. Probably on Twitter at Dan Leach DTM. And we are knee deep in the hoopla, knee deep in college basketball. We're getting closer to the conference tournaments. And then, of course, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, everything wrapped in a one on earth. The NCAA basketball tournament. Who better to talk about it than a former head basketball coach at USC and many other programs? Uh, it's Bob Cantu. You can follow him on Twitter at Coach Bob Cantu. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. What a time of year to be a college basketball fan. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. And, you know, I, I was a March baby, born in March. I think I was born for a reason to, to be a coach and to love a great sport. And, uh, you know, these next couple weeks uh, are going to be real exciting as we as we lead up to the selection. So. And is it, was it in like a line, out like a lamb? It's more like in like a lamb, out like a line when it comes to March. Uh, but, Bob, I want to talk to you about a few things here. And, and, you know, this is the kind of time, and I just did uh, a little while ago, some uh, thoughts I had on teams, you know, to, to bet on to make the Final Four, sprinkling some, you know, teams that maybe are a little further down the the ledger when it comes to not the top-level Houstons and Purdue's and teams like that. And I, I want to ask you a question on that in a minute. But I got to start with this. Can Matt Painter and Purdue get out of their own way and finally – go to where they're supposed to go, which is a Final Four and maybe win a national title. They've got Edie. They've got a really good defense. But they seem to, every year they've got a team that can maybe cut down the nets, lose to a St. Peter's, lose in the second round. Is this finally that Purdue team that could boiler its way to cutting down the nets? You know, I thought so till about two and a half weeks ago. And I think people have just really uh, learned how to defend Edie. He does not like double teams. He doesn't play well out of double teams. He doesn't like physicality. And I think their guards are good, but I don't think their guards are elite. I, you don't, I don't see any, like, big-time NBA draft picks on the perimeter. Uh, I think they're a good college team. I think depending on a bracket and seeding, they could make a run. But I think there's other teams um, that are better than them, and they've just had a good season. But, you know, they're starting to – to, to lose some games here and, and lose, you know, what they had worked for uh, all year. But, you know, you, you never know what could still happen. But uh, uh, the game's changed so much that you don't see many teams with, with very good big men. So the double teams, the triple teams, it makes a big deal and puts pressure on those other guys that have to make shots. Sure. Somebody tells me that the Purdue faithful uh, of their West Lafayette are going to be disappointed again, but you never know. I mean, uh, you got a player like Edie, you got a coach like Painter. I mean, this is a team that could get it done. It, for, when, it, when I when I ask you to look at, and I know you watch a ton of different games, you've seen a ton of teams this year. When I ask you to tell me right now, and I know that things can change in the next couple of weeks, and you mentioned you were on Purdue until maybe a couple weeks ago, and, and that gets probably changed with some other teams as well. Who do you think is the knockdown, dragout best team in the country? Is it Houston? You know, is it a, a team like Arizona? Who is the team that you think right now, and obviously as we mentioned, that could change, is the best team in the country with the best chance to win it all? Well, this morning I would have said Baylor because they had the best sure. guard play. But if you watch the Kansas game, uh, with a tail of two halves. They were up 13, looking great, and they got drilled in the second half. But that's just part of being in the toughest league. Um, I think Houston's got a chance because they're so they're, they're a good, great guard play. They're so ag- aggressive and talented. And the Final Four is in Houston. And I know they've had that date circle for years. Um, I think that would be huge. They would have home court advantage in there if they can get it. Kelvin's a great coach. They defend. Um they got a tough matchup against Memphis, but you know, UCLA is coming on right now. And this is a team that does not have transfers. They have a team that's been together for a long time. 
their experience. They may come out as voted as number one or two and the new poll comes out, as long as they don't stumble against Stanford, which I doubt they will. But but UCLA can defend. They got great coaching, Mick Cronin. They would be my sleeper team that even if they're a two seed, can, can, can not only get to the final four, but I think can win it. The thing that people have to understand is it's all about matchups and brackets, okay? And what I mean by that, look at Arizona last year, how good they were, and they right. played Houston. Bad matchups. Houston was way too aggressive and physical, and that just wasn't good. It's just like when Baylor played Gonzaga in the national title. Too much athleticism, too much overall talent, and just and couldn't beat them. So you you got to look at matchups, and you look at Kansas' bracket last year, and I saw that, and I said, they're going to get to the Final Four and probably win it. And and you just don't know who's going to be who. The St. Peter's gets in there, you know, wins some games. This will definitely be a year where somebody that's not even being talked about will probably make the Final Four. Uh, George Mason, a VCU, you know, somebody right. like that. Because of the parity. It, it could be someone that ends up being a, a 10 seed or, you know, a 6 seed or something. Or maybe an 8 seed that upsets a 1. Uh, anybody can be anybody. Look at Kentucky today. Drills, Tennessee. They're telling me Kentucky's dead to water, NIT bound. They'd be Tennessee twice. And a lot of people thought Tennessee was the best team in the country. So, I mean, you know, don't count Kentucky out. I mean, you're beating teams like that. Why can't he win two or three games in the tournament on neutral floors? So, I like all those teams. You know, Alabama's really talented. And, you know, I also want to say uh, Kansas. They have 13 quad one wins. So, I mean, and they're beating each other up in that league. And, you know, they're just experienced. They have coaching. They got really young talent in Grady Dick who can really score and shoot it. And uh, they could get in the right bracket and could happen. And my last team, I'll say, this will be somewhat of a sleeper, but could do it is Virginia. People go, eh, Virginia playing vanilla. But they defend, and they're disciplined, and they're older. And that's what it takes in the tournament because these games are played at a half-court pace. There's a ton of long timeouts. Okay, so the teams that can execute the half court have the best chance of winning. It's going to be lower scoring. So, you know, that's a lot of teams. I can't just pick one. I mean, if you want me to pick one, I kind of fell in love with Baylor because of their scoring. I'm really disappointed today, but that doesn't mean anything. You know, a lot of times it's good to lose big games late and and your team gets hungrier. So it's wide open. It it might be a a year where a mid-plus team you know, gets to the finals and maybe even wins the whole thing. I mean, who who knows? There's there's some good teams. Florida Atlantic, you know, been a, in the top 25 all year. I think they have two or three losses that they could knock somebody off. I mean, it's going to be every year the, the tournament's great, but this year, oh, all year. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's the what? The Wild West. We're talking to former Portland assistant, UTEP assistant, and former USCA coach Bob Cantu. Follow him on Twitter, Coach Bob Cantu. Bob, I've got a couple minutes left, but I, I mentioned I, I gave out a couple segments ago some teams that I liked value-wise to make a run to, just to get to the Final Four. And you you mentioned a lot of teams that I liked, but you, there was one you didn't. And the one that I want to throw out there you did not mention was some of those teams. Miami. Miami, a team that just you know beat U.S. or uh, excuse me, North Carolina on the road. I liked how the way they looked today uh, in beating Wake Forest. Could Miami be a team? They're sixteen to one, by the way, to make the Final Four. That maybe under Jim Laranega, who was the coach of George Mason, who you mentioned, could they maybe be a surprise team to run to the Final Four? I, I do, I do. They could definitely be a Final Four team. And it, didn't they? Didn't he already take Miami to the Final Four a couple years ago? Yep, I believe he did. Yeah, and then he went with George Mason. He's a heck of a coach, and you're right. I did I did not mention them, but they're like a sleeper team no one's even mentioning that, that could definitely make a run. I mean, this could be a year. You remember Arizona was uh, sixth place in the Pac-10, 98, and they won the oh, yeah. title. Uh, UConn, I think, was seventh or sixth and won the Big East Championship and went all the way with Kevin Ollie as the coach and won the national title. You know, you just don't know. And these teams beat each other up, and it's not like football. You know, you can lose nine, ten games in the season and, and still have a chance to win. Uh, you can, you know, it's, like I said, it's seeding and brackets and matchups. It's really what it what it comes down to. So uh, give me another team that I missed that you like. Uh, well, we, we got to be quick, though. By the way, Miami went to the Elite Eight last year. We were close. Another team that I like is TCU. They scored 100 points for the second time today. How about TCU 7-1 to to make the Final Four? Well, I would say that I would agree with that. Now, they just got their best player back today. He had 18, 
And yep. he, he was a big difference. Now, without him, they were struggling there. But that shows you the difference of what one player can do. Yeah, they can definitely do it uh, without, without any question. Bob, I got to tell you, this is such a great time of the year. It's great to talk with you. I can't wait to, to talk to you again. And this is what it's all about, man. It's the madness of March, right? Absolutely. Got to love it. All right, appreciate the time, Bob. I uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. There he is, Bob Cantu, the former Portland assistant, UTEP assistant, and USC head coach. Great insight from him. And I I see I saved for him to not mention Miami and TCU because I wanted to bring him up. So, you know, we didn't even plan that, but it worked together. Great stuff uh, from Bob Cantu. Please follow him on Twitter, Coach Bob Cantu. All right, coming up next, we'll talk with my man Will Hill. A little golf action. Be a little Daytona 500. Maybe just a little of everything. Well, joins us next, Daily Chip from Matt Humans here on Bet Prep. This is Visa, Pete Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.